Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Music Mondays with Mazement podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. For more information, go to MusicMondaysPodcast.com. In this episode i'm gonna go over a few of the latest news that stuck out to me nothing crazy i'm also going to introduce you to a new artist on call with keanu domini and then i'm going to close out this episode with an all new release feast it's a short episode but don't hold your breath here it is Welcome back to another episode of the Music Mondays with Mazement podcast. I am your host, Mazement. And as you can hear, I'm dealing with a little bit of a cold here, as expected. I mean, this pandemic is calming down in the New England area. Um, I think countrywide it is, from what I'm hearing. But I've been going out more, enjoying myself. If you've been following me on social media, you would see that I actually caught a show from another artist on call, and it was actually the most recent artist on call, Skylar Love, actually performed in New York. So I went and saw her, hung out with her and her crew. It was a lot of fun. For any of that footage or anything, check it out on my Facebook or on any of the socials. I think I shared it to every single one, but it was a lot of fun. If you're watching this on YouTube, here's a picture right here, here, that I ended up taking or having taken of Skylar and I at the performance, but she did a great job. She's actually performing pretty steadily uh, a few festivals actually as well. So check those out on her socials as well. Other than that, pretty busy with the band, Corey Riemann and the Dilemma Band. They're actually in, I'm recording this episode actually on Friday before you hear this on Monday because I'm actually going away this weekend. So um, if anything big happens in music and I don't mention on here, that's why. But they're in Maryland this weekend, uh, or as you're hearing this, this past weekend, they were in Maryland. So I hope if you were down in that area, you were able to see them. Otherwise, they are on the Sweet Summer Tour right now, which kicked off earlier this month. So make sure you catch one of those shows. You're going to hear cover songs as well as a lot, of, a lot of originals. And the band is really coming together and becoming something that we can't wait to take 
to the next level with marketing, branding, and music all around. And I can't wait till you hear what's going on. So going out and everything, people are probably like listening to my voice. They're probably like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's got COVID or whatever. COVID, COVID. Everybody's got COVID when they have a cold. Some people do. I mean, still, it's going around, obviously. But I did take a test, came back negative. So I'm good there. But what happened was I was in the studio with the band uh, real late one night and woke up the next morning. I was running on like no sleep that whole week. So then when I woke up the next morning, I had like stuffy nose, little sore throat, dry throat. I was like, oh, whatever. It's probably just because I didn't have any sleep. Well, it turns out that there was a cold going around with a few people that I was hanging around with um, prior to the studio and everything. So it's going around. It's a cold. Everybody's got it right now. It's as expected. Just know like there's been a pandemic going on for the past two years. We've been wearing a mask. So when you're not wearing the mask, you're most likely going to be you know, vulnerable to getting a, a virus or something just because your immune system has to make up for it. Common sense. I mean, I don't need to explain this. But anyways, that's what's going on. That's what I'm dealing with. Obviously not recording anything myself right now, but mainly focusing on the label and getting everything together that way. But before we get into anything, here's a fact. Music Mondays, music facts. Producer, artist, whatever you want to call him, he's many things. Pharrell Williams' first group called the Neptunes produced Britney Spears' song Slave for You in 2001. Music Mondays, music facts. So usually I have three stories lined up. This month was kind of crazy. Two stories stuck out to me. The two stories were actually sourced from Billboard, so it kind of makes it convenient. If you want to look up any of the information on these two things, you can go to billboard.com. But the first thing is that Billboard is introducing its first ever music con. It is a two-day event taking place in Las Vegas at their new entertainment venue called Area 15 and it is taking place on May 13th, a Friday the 13th, and Saturday, May 14th. There is said to be conversations on panels with Machine Gun Kelly, Burna Boy, Lotto, and more. I'm interested in this, but probably for next year. I mean, I would love to go this year, but I'm actually curious, more curious to hear how it goes this year. But if you're in the Las Vegas area on May 13th and 14th, why not go check it out? Those panels actually seem pretty interesting that are going on there. The next story that stuck out to me, cliche to Billboard, is that Diddy will be hosting the 2022 Billboard Music Awards, airing on NBC Peacock on May 15th. So be sure to watch that. Thought that was interesting. Haven't really seen much of him besides like him judging on the one show or whatever. So I'm curious. I'm definitely going to check that out on May 15th. Otherwise, no big news that stuck out to me. If there is, and I forgot, I'm sorry. It's just dealing with a lot of exhaustion <laughs> i gotta remember more but uh either way with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do have a young and fun artist on call for you today. This artist has the ambition I love to hear in a young artist, you know, starting out in their career, 
a competitive attitude in a genre that there's so much competition in hip-hop. His name is Keanu Domini. He is from Corpus Christi, Texas. We're going to hear more about him and his story right here. And then we're going to close out today's episode with an all-new release feast that you do not want to miss. Here it is, an all-new Artist on Call. Artist on Call. Artist on Call. We are here with Keanu Domini from Corpus Christi, Texas. How are you doing, Keanu? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's still cold here in the Northeast. You're kind of lucky. You're, you probably still got warm weather down there in Texas. Now, who were some of your influences growing up and stuff? Or even still, you know, do you still have some of the same? Yeah, I mean, growing up, my mom played a lot of like 80s pop. My dad played 80s rock. Um, saw 8 Mile when I was like 8 years old and um, introduced me to hip hop. And then when I was like 14, that's when I really decided I wanted to be a rapper. I'm 19 now. <clears throat> And um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I have a lot of influences in hip hop. It would be like the person who inspired me to really start rapping would probably be Logic. Um, yeah, I was I was fourteen and I was like painting a house with my dad in the summertime, and I was listening to like some early Logic on the come up when he was on the come up, and. Um, yeah, it's like a light bulb just went off in my head. And I was like, dude, I want to rap. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. All I know is that I'm going to do it. And that's like the only thing in my life that I didn't second guess. And I never looked back. Well, it's kind of cool you mentioned Logic. Because when I listen to your music, I don't really sense that. But now that you say that, I can see where you're going with your music. Like, I see what you're doing. You're taking different... Uh, strategies not necessarily that logic had but i could see the influence now and you're blending it with like today's hip-hop which is really cool because i mean out of any influence you could have especially within the past decade logic would be one of the best ones so i could easily agree with that 100 percent um what was it about logic or what is it about logic that you know you really attach yourself to i don't know there's just a connection there it's kind of hard to explain like I the, just it's like relatable in a way, like the story wise and the flow wise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I'm the same way, dude. Same way. And when you started writing poetry, like what were some of the topics that you, that sparked in your head to write poetry back then, you know, cause that's how, I, that's how you started rapping, right? Was you started with poetry? Yeah. 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 I wrote poetry on the bus on the way to school. Um, at first it's like, I would look out the window and I would kind of like just describe like what I was seeing. And then it went from like, from that to like kind of tapping into my emotions. And then eventually it just ended up turning into rap over a few months. And yeah, (laughs) that's something I could relate on, dude. Like that's how I started too with rapping was poetry differences. I mean, it could be a difference could not be mine was all about relationships. Like I literally like that was part of like my tradition back in high school. And like, obviously, if like any girls that knew me in high school are listening to this, they're probably laughing their ass off right now because they most likely got a poem from me, you know, or read to them over the phone or something. They got a poem, you know, everybody had a freaking poem and everybody had a poem until about a few years ago. And, you know, 
they disappeared. I don't know where the hell, hell they went, but either way, like that's how I started. And it was like similar, similar situation. And it was like the expression and then it turned to rap. Now, did you find yourself writing poetry about like hardships or anything like that? Or was it just mainly like more on the artistic side, like green leaves and, you know, like, <laughs> like what you're seeing trees and blue skies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I rapped about, I'm wrapped. I, yeah. I wrote about some hardships. Um, I don't know. I guess growing up, I felt like I never really fit in and it made me feel some type of way. And kind of got bullied like growing up so i would like write about that i just kind of felt like there is something that that always kind of like set me apart meaning like like i just felt like i couldn't like fit in with like anyone else like i don't know how to explain it i just felt like different yeah i just felt different that's a good way to put it and i guess i just yeah i mean i I wrote about that it's such a cool thing though because it's kind of like coming from like a relatable perspective like it's like almost like a superpower, you know, when you could write poetry to express yourself. It's like, dude, I could literally take anything on. I'm sure you felt the same way. Like, take, come at me, you know, like break my heart, do whatever you got to do. I'm going to get out of it because I got this way to express myself that nobody else that I know, like friend wise has, you know, like, is that kind of how you felt like different? Yeah. 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 So like, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you, you couldn't have said it better. Um, stuff started happening to me i kind of just took it as like inspiration that i could use to use for material or just something that i could like jot down not that i wanted like bad stuff to happen but like i kind of changed my perspective like oh this sucks to like hey this could like i mean i could like turn this pain into something and you know that's what i did now what is it about 361 function your song that caused such traction compared to the other releases you had. So 361 function, it's called 361 function because my area code is 361. Nice. So 361 function is an example of like me making music how I've never made it before. And on the slated project that I did, The Party, which is a name for the poetic album representing the youth, um, a lot of the songs are like this one they have that like party vibe and like just like smooth and like just like i don't know dope and so i guess people were just messing with it and they liked it and it kind of just like spread and i mean it's dope i mean i'll I'll agree with them too i liked it too whenever i was writing it um i didn't think it was gonna be like popular Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i didn't i didn't think it was but it ended up being that way and pretty happy about it. <laughs> right now, we're going to get into 361 Function by Keanu, Keanu Domini. You can find him on all socials at Keanu Domini. That's K-E-A-N-U-D-O-M-I-N-I. Find him on all the socials. Here is his song, called 361 Function, and then we're going to get right back into it with Keanu right here. Hey. 
Started looking bad up in that sundress Now she looking at me like she just wanna undress I said bring it over here, don't be shy unless She said I'm about it, if you are, I'm like say less At the function, I can't even function Shorty in the bed, now she wanna sleep over I said bring your friends, we can have a sleepover I like conversation, maybe we can get closer, yeah Said that she was out, but now I see her coming back in And she coming up to me, said she wanna tap in So I said come here, baby, we can make it happen Hold on, don't stop, make it drop Sundress on, yeah, make the booty pop Let me fix the point of view, cause you know I like to watch Down Julio, all up in my double cup Going for a ride, take a seat, buckle up Got my hands on the hips, and I know how to handle I'm the big dog, and I'm taking on the mantle You went down the ride, so why you on the saddle? Out here on the wave, you just barely start to paddle Keep it on the low, we don't really like the title Just show no tell, I'm inside the hotel They wanna get inside, but first I need the details Like, is that your best friend? Where's the rest then? Hold up, wait a minute, let me get my best friend Yeah, I know she gon' let me pipe down Trying to light it up, but shorty made me put the pipe down Said she feeling tense, I said we could talk about it I talk body language, and now she ain't so tight now I know you try to call, but I'm between her legs right now Whoa. Shorty looking bad up in that sundress Now she looking at me like she just wanna undress I said bring it over here, don't be shy unless She said I'm about it, if you are, I'm like say less At the function, I can't even function Shorty in the bed, now she wanna sleep over I said bring your friends, we can have a sleep over. I like conversation, maybe we can get closer, yeah Come and bring it in, turn around, drop it right back Put that thing on me, yeah, you know I like it like that She taking shots from her back in the liquor She giving me the service, yeah, you know I had to tip her I know that's a girl, but she wanted me to pick her Feeling like the man, yeah, I feel like alfalfa You a little rascal, but homie, I'm the alpha It ain't that serious, it ain't so deep In case you're curious, she's in my sheets Don't even bother, dog, just let her be She act friendly, right, you, but for me, she a freak Lied to your face and said she was asleep, ayy Shorty looking bad up in that sundress Now she looking at me like she just wanna undress I said bring it over here, don't be shy unless She said I'm about it, if you are, I'm like say less That was 361 Function by Keanu Domini Find it everywhere You could watch the video on YouTube Or catch it on all major digital streaming platforms that was dope dude (laughs) thanks so tell me a little bit about that video how did that get going so man that was a hassle we initially were gonna film it somewhere else and you know we like scoped it out i went and took like pictures and stuff and i sent it to the videographer everything was like gonna happen and then literally like a week before we were gonna film owners of the property like canceled on us and we're like like, that sucks because like like we had like we had all these people involved and like we're we're like what are we gonna do well back in 2020 i was doing this job <laughs> i was doing this job i was working construction i wouldn't say construction i was like doing i was doing a driveway but i had to like do like i had to pour concrete tyree bar do the whole thing and i remember the neighbor who who lived next to the people who were doing the house who we were, you know, working on the house, people who live next to them. I remember they had like a really nice backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like 10 o'clock at night, dude. This was like 10 o'clock at night. And so I get in my car and I drive over there and I knock on their door. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm like full of doubt. I'm like, there's no way they're going to let me like do this. And so the owner of the house, he opens the door I explained the whole situation to him and I'm like, please, like, 
Like, it would mean a lot if I could do this, like, please. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see the problem with it. And once he said that, I was like, Oh my God, thank God. And then, so like, so it was back on, but it's crazy how that happened. So yeah, that, that was someone's backyard. That's so funny. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. But it kind of goes to show like your perseverance as an artist. You're like, you know, that's kind of like, that's a ballsy move to like, just show up on someone's doorstep and say, Hey, can I use your backyard? But like, look how it paid off though. Like that video wouldn't have been that video. Like that looked like a professional video. You know, and it wouldn't have looked like that if you did it in like a back alley somewhere or something like that where anybody could get to. It was a little scary on the way over there, but it was like now. So I chose now instead of never. Right. Oh, seriously, dude. Now, you mentioned the album earlier, uh, The Party, right? What inspired the acronym for The Party? Like you explained it earlier, but like what inspired the, you know, using an acronym and all that? It was accidental. I was, um, so this was like October 29, junior in high school. And I was in my, uh, physics, I was in my physics class and I was still working on the first album. I was like nowhere near completing it though, but I was already thinking about the second one. And I knew I wanted to call it the party, but I knew I wanted it to be deeper than just the party. Like, I don't know. I I just knew I wanted it to be deeper than it just being called the party. It's always deeper. Everything's always deeper than what it seems if you look long enough. Absolutely. And, um, so I was like, like, I was like, what can I do? And then like, I wrote out the words, the party. And then like, it just like came to me. It didn't like, it didn't require much thought and I feel like it was from the universe. It was like giving me like what I needed. And, um, I was like the party, the poetic album representing the youth. And then that's when it like a light bulb just went off and I was like, dude, that's dope. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Uh, so that was like in the back burner for like, I don't know, all the way up until like, july no like august 2020 yeah like a little bit after like prime pandemic era because i finished this album i finished the first album in july of 2020 and that was like a hassle itself just that whole thing trying to like be released but the second one um yeah it took me like nine months to complete it it was really fun it was great. I loved working on it. The direction that I took with it, the music, the vibes, it was just like, yeah, it was just amazing. Like being able to work on that and yeah. And what's your, what's your direction? Like, like uh, when you're writing and everything, like I always ask, like, like when I write, I'm picturing the video in my head. Some people picture the live performance are you focused on live performances or are you mainly focused on the visual as an artist and the audio as an artist? When I write, I definitely do a music video kind of in my head and more that I'm able to picture that like the more I have to like write, like it's like a, it's like a flow. Like you get into this like concentration and once you have it, you're like on it. 
What's your biggest challenge you think as an artist? Like one thing that you struggle with the most? Biggest challenge as an artist. I think just finding new ways to keep the ideas fresh and not stay in one place too long. Because I feel like if you stay in one place too long, looking for inspiration, you won't find anything there. So I think it's always good to remember to like find other ways to get inspired instead of just sticking to one certain thing. Do you ever find yourself becoming like sentimental with some of the things you write, like where you're like, dude, I have to release this the right way. And then it turns out like these are, these are actually ones that you hold on to and don't ever release, but you're like, I'll release them someday. Or is that not you? You kind of just push everything out. Um, no, yeah, there's, there's probably like two songs that I have that I've never released just because like, I like it. I don't know if they're like your babies in a way you're like protecting them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. Maybe I might release them someday. I don't know, but yeah, right. yeah. Like for me as an artist, that's one thing I struggle with. Like I have like probably twenty tracks right now I could release. They're mixed. Everything, everything's ready to go, and it's been like that for the past two years, three years, something like that. And it's growing because mm-hmm. what happens is I'm like, it's not where I want to be now, so I'm gonna wait until it's where I want to be now, and then I'll start releasing this stuff. On the bright side. As an artist, we're supposed to be banking up projects anyways. Is there any hip-hop albums coming out anytime soon that like you can't wait to hear? Or have you been out of the loop a little bit? Um, No, yeah, there, there's some albums coming out that I'm pretty psyched to hear. Uh, Jack Harlow's new album coming out May 6th, um, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is dropping another album in May. Um, that's it. Logic that's all is you, coming out. That's it. You only no, had to say. Wait. You only had to say Kendrick Lamar. You know. <laughs> okay. No. All right, all right, all right. No. No. I'm kidding. So logic. What's logic coming out on? Um, he's supposed to be dropping in June. Um, it's called Vinyl Days. But like, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, I haven't been listening to like a lot of rap recently. Like, I've been listening to like such a plethora of like music bro it's like crazy like i said i've been trying to like get inspiration like from anything and anywhere i can like i really like doja cat i'll be straight up with you i think she's dope dope. Um, yeah olivia rodrigo megan the stallion um well so like mainstream right now right a little bit yeah but um you know who black bear is yes yep yeah he's dope Um, oh yeah no, and artists like him too, like people don't realize, like not even what you see, like behind the scenes too, he's talented. You know, oh, like yeah. the stuff he's doing behind boards and stuff. So it's like, like the other thing, what do you think it is about focusing on these and those sounds? Like, why do you think you're doing that? Do, is it because you're you're trying to blend different things into your own music or you feel like you're going to be going a whole different direction yourself? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, For a little bit after I released the second project, I felt a little loss of like where to go in terms of like musical direction. Cause I don't know, like I, I had so much fun doing this second project and once it was done, it was kind of like, what do I do now? And um, yeah, like so more recently I've just been, just been like getting in tune with like all 
like all of this different music and it's been inspiring me in like so many ways. And I think the next direction that I'm going to go with for this third project is just going to be like something really different that I've never done before. And I'm excited to see where it takes me. What about instruments? Do you play any instruments? I used to play the guitar when I was younger and it was like, I used to play the acoustic and like I went, I got lessons and everything. And then I stopped. I never should have stopped. And I want to pick it back up again. You should, because one thing I've learned uh, is that artists that are multifaceted now have more of a shot of making it than the ones that don't. And Mm. not even that. I mean, it could be multifaceted, like behind the board, you could be great too as a producer, you know, so it could be that too. So it doesn't necessarily have to be guitar. But like when it comes down to that, uh, speaking of which, do you have a lot of say behind the production of your songs or are you kind of just searching for producers to, you know, make you beats and stuff like that? So there's this one guy I work with. Um, he's based out of Germany. And um, it's funny because whenever I was working on the second, literally like everything he me was like what I wanted. It's like he already knew without me telling him. So I didn't really need to say much. But more recently, like, more recently, I had been more vocal about, like, sharing, like, oh, well, maybe if we, you know, switch up the drum pattern here, like, let's, uh, I'm kind of, like, using him as, like, like, I'm speaking my ideas through him, but he's, like, taking them, and it's, like, we're, like, making, like, we're making it together, you know what I'm saying? We're making it together. And You got that connection. Yeah, 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 and it's really dope to have that, and... I think if, you know, like if, if whoever may be watching this, if you're like a rapper or something, I think if, you know, if you don't, I think you should try and find that, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have that, or if you don't produce, or if you don't, I mean, if you do have a producer right now and you guys aren't on that level, I think you should try that because like good things happen when you voice your opinions on, you know, kind of what you want. And you can't force it either. Like the hardest part is like a lot of artists think that they have that and they don't, you know? And they think that they uh, have that connection with somebody and they force it. And then you hear it in the music. You're like, no, that's not really. But like, the thing is, when you do have it, it's rare. Like not all artists find that connection with a producer or another musician to collaborate on. So that's great that you did, especially this earlier on, you know, like you got a, you got a long career ahead of you and like, you're killing it already. And you have this connection already. Like this could go far in itself, you know? Um, And just the fact that like you made this connection early, it's like, it's like, who knows if you're going to make the same type of connection with a producer in the future again, you know, you're probably going to circle back and work with this dude. So that's, that is impressive, you know, and that's great to hear. Like if there's producers in the industry right now, like which producers stand out to you the most? Um, and when I say, you know, I really shouldn't say producers cause they're beat makers, beat makers and producers are two totally different people, but, like, <laughs> but yeah, beat makers, you know, and producers. I mean, a lot of them are producers. Okay. For producing, um i think tyler the creator is Mm. extraordinary because you know he's really in there like with the piano and like he's like piecing all this stuff together i like i love him as an artist too his evolution as an artist is great so tyler creator is also an inspiration um beat makers bro i like metro boomin i like take heath i like hit boy um oh he's new i can't remember his name uh jetson made yeah, Jetson made. Mm-hmm. I like those guys. 
they're like killing it right now and i'm sure there's like a bunch of other people out there who i haven't named that i'm forgetting um connie west as a producer or beat maker right i like his i like i like him too but no, that's just, that's a dope list, dude. I mean, and like beats are like unlimited now. I'm like, I'm so jealous now. Like if I started out now as an artist, like there's so many freaking beats out there now, you know, like, like there was a lot back then, but they weren't as easy to get um, as they are now. Like that's dope. So anything about Keanu Domini that people would be surprised to know that they don't already? Can't drink regular milk. I'm allergic to dairy. <laughs> Dude, too many, too many uh, parallels here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not um, even, not even like lifelong. It just happened. It was just like within the past decade. Insane, bro. Like, like, <laughs> you know. That's so crazy. Um, but anyways, man, I appreciate you coming on here. If you're looking for Keanu Domini anywhere, you can find him at Keanu Domini on all the socials. You can also find him on YouTube at Keanu Domini. And that's K-E-A-N-U-D-O-M-I-N-I. Thanks again for coming on, man. But for sure. No, thank you for having me. As promised, here it is, an all-new release feast. Release feast. Now, if you're a hip-hop fan, you're gonna know right where I'm going with this release feast. Just this morning, midnight, recording this on Friday, Pusha T released his new album. It's almost dry. It's his fourth studio album released by Def Jam and Good Music. The whole album was produced with Kanye West and Pharrell and had features like Kid Cudi, Labyrinth, Lil Uzi Vert, No Malice, Pusha T's brother, and more. The album was dope. I listened to the whole thing today. I will be listening to it through the weekend. So by the time you hear this, I probably would have listened to it five times. My biggest debate is whether I want to compare it or make it compete with Daytona because Daytona was his last album and that album, like, I mean, I think this, one of the songs on there was my song of the year. I don't know if it's up to Daytona's level yet, but I want, I, I hope that it is because I am, I'm still in like kind of a high with it. Like it was so exciting listening to it today. There's some great songs on there. Like it was hard to narrow down like one song. Like I was like, oh yeah, that's my favorite song. Oh wait, no, this one's good. This one's good. So I was like, by the end of the day, I was like, this whole album's dope. I got to listen to it more to narrow it down more accurately, but go check it out. It's on all the major digital streaming platforms. And that pretty much wraps up this episode. Made it a quick one. My voice is driving me nuts. My throat is drying up. I want to survive through this whole episode here. So Next month, I have something very exciting in store, so stay tuned for more on that. We may not even be recording in this studio, so just know that something's in store for that coming up the last Monday of next month when the next episode airs, and there's more coming up throughout the rest of the year on this podcast that I can't wait for you to hear as well. But that's it to wrap up this episode. Thank you for tuning in, and be sure to follow me wherever you can on the socials at Music Mondays or hit me up on the website at musicmondayspodcast.com. Thanks again and until next episode. <laughs>